welcome, welcome, welcome to Hype's house. Or shall I say welcome back? Come on in. <laughs> Come on in, relax, take your shoes off on my carpet, and we're going to do what we always do. Talk sports. Of course. Now, remember we family, though, okay? So we ain't trying to argue. <laughs> it's just a heated debate. Right. And we always right. No, I'm just, like, just <laughs> no, kidding. No, she right. She right. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Okay, but before we get into it, I want to thank you guys for all the love and support so far. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Threads. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yeah, like, subscribe, share the videos to yes, all sir. your friends, your cousins, your second cousin, twice removed, all that good stuff. Twice removed. I don't even know what that means. You know when people say that, I don't really don't know what that means. But <laughs> I'm just saying, tell everybody. That's all I want you to do. Okay? So you ready to get into it? Let's do it. Okay. First, I got to talk about this weekend. Okay? I want to call it a fight. But it was giving massacre. <laughs> like, it wasn't a real fight. It, it was a fight. Right. I mean, gloves, shorts. Yeah, there was a boxing it, ring. It's, yeah, it was a fight, but you kind of right. Yeah. Like, there were moments in the fight where I was looking like, somebody should stop this. Like, when is the corner going to throw in the towel? Like, they're just going to... Like, after he got knocked down twice, I was like, so you going to go another round? Yeah. And another round? Like... It was, it was bad. It was rough to watch. Like, we... It was epic. And I think that nobody... I think most people thought it was going to be close. Mm-hmm. But it really wasn't. I mean, after the first round, Bud figured him out. And if you don't know, we're talking about Terrence Crawford and Errol... And Errol Spence. How you don't know what we're talking about, I don't know. You must have been living under the rock. Because that fight has been the most anticipated thing ever. And do you think it was a letdown? Um, It kind of was. I mean, it wasn't. Because it was fun to see the naysayers get let down. Yeah, man. Again. But different, though. (laughs) Two chain. In the words of two chains. But he's so different. And like I said, um, people had Errol Spence because of the things, like I said, Errol Spence are, you know, he's into different things. He likes to go out, hang out, do different things. And Tan Cross is a family guy. He likes to go home, fight his fight, go be with his family, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So he's a self-preserved person, just in his own little zone. Errol Spence more of a people person but a people pleaser as well right so people rally behind him because he's down with what they're down with right so terrence crawford just skills pay the bills right skills pay the bills you very you and very right errol spence is very fundamentally sound but brother when you got somebody with skill and could punch and is a great boxer oh good luck right good luck right because right. it's a lot to deal with. And right. I, I've seen it in fights. Earl Spence, I've been shaking my head no. I mean, they no. said Bud was too small. Yeah. That he hadn't fight fought anybody before. Like, and like he's too small and Earl was too big. Right? Yeah, like you heard all kind of stuff. And what happened last weekend 
Well, shut him up. He shut him up. Earl was big. Earl's big. Yeah. Bud looked big. Yeah. But Bugs, Bud also is a wrestler. He's yeah. a. He was a, so he brings in a whole nother technique. I mean, a, that's the number one thing for him. Wrestler. His IQ a, yeah, is so high. And when your IQ is high, what are those things that makes you the better person? Your skill, your adaptability. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Your, you know, just yeah. the way you're strategizing. Yeah. Your retention, you have to remember what, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just all of that matters. Yeah. And he has that. So I wasn't doubtful. I knew it was going to be Bud. I mean, have you watched him fight? Like, you know what it reminds me of? And I'm going to give you a really girly analogy. So remember when Dave Chappelle had that block party? Mm -hmm. And um, I remember Erica Badu was on stage. And remember, Jill Scott used to be backup for Erica Badu, right? Mm -hmm. And they asked Jill, do you get nervous coming behind Erica or something like that they said to her and she said I'm Jill Scott like do you know who I am and that's how I felt I'm like have y'all watched that's Terrence Crawford like yeah what are you talking about like it felt like that so I was just amazed at how many people like you said Vegas was saying he's the favorite Terrence was the favorite yes but everybody in the boxing community was leaning towards the casuals had Errol yeah. The the boxing community had Spence. I mean, had Bud. Oh, okay. okay. A lot of the boxing community picked Bud. Okay. A lot of the trainers, a lot of the ex-fighters. Okay, so because the I guess they understand. They skill. know. But the loudest ones the were for Errol. Casuals. Yeah. The, the street people. Right. And I don't understand that. I'm like, are y'all watching this? Are you, have you watched him fight? It just, and I'm not taking anything away from Spence. I'm just saying, like, like you it's, said, it's a, it's a middle diff- finger to my competition. It's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a different level when you're very good and when you're great. Right. That's two different things. That's or true. even when you're elite, and then there's a elite fighter and there's a great fighter. Two right. different. Yeah. Crawford's a generational talent. Ooh. Earl Spencer's just a great fighter. But right. he's not a generational talent. Right. Generational talent is once every 10 years. Okay, but let's talk about... So. Um, let's talk about uh, Stephen A. Smith. He said um, earlier this week that he thinks hmm. that man should retire. He said based on the, the behind whipping he got this weekend... Based on the physical things that's happened to him outside of the ring. He's been in four accidents. I didn't know he was in four automobile accidents. And one of them, I knew the Ferrari had flipped. And he had a lot of reconstructive surgery on his face, on his jaw. He had a detached uh, retina, a detached eye or something like Mm -hmm. that in one of them. So he's been through a lot of facial head trauma. And the way he looked in that fight, I know he said my timing was off. But this man talking about rematch in December? That's, August, that, September, the, October, November. Carry the one plus five. That's not that much time. <laughs> I mean, even doctors say that swelling going to have to go down. And that's, that swelling's not going to go down in four months. Yeah, not, not back to yourself in four months. So do you think he should fight in December? No. And do you but That's, do you think he should retire? Um he 
He shouldn't fight in December. Right. I just don't think he can beat him. Again, skills pay the bills. Right. Errol Spence is 33 years old. Right. You can't learn how to beat a fighter that skilled at 33. Crawford is 35. But he's cemented with his skill. Yeah, it is what it is at this point. Errol Spence not going to learn that in four months and go beat somebody that's been skillful like that his whole career. No, I don't that. Happen. I think of it like I don't that. I don't want him I don't I don't want him to get punished again, man. Yeah, That's that was kind of that was hard to watch. And he got kids and what what and girl and come on, dog. And he looks so no, defeated at the no, end. I mean, minus the bumps and no, bruises, looking no. like Martin when he beat uh when he got fought with <laughs> Tommy. What is it, Tommy? Yeah, Hearns? Tommy Hearns. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. not only did it physically hurt, it just looked like his feelings was Yeah, hurt. that's yeah, he it was. And again, I, and like I said, sad. It externally, like I said, externally he's going to go and say things, go online, go live, go on different social media platforms or podcasts or whatever the case may be, interviews or whatever, and he's going to say, "I'm okay, I'm good." Do you up. think it's it's right of Terrence to say, "Yeah, I'll give you a rematch"? Like, I mean, I yeah, know he he's ha- trying to be respectful, but should he be like, "Are you?" I don't know. No, he has to say that. I know, but... Yeah, that's not his choice. But we know that he was pulling back in that fight yeah, because he, he didn't, didn't want to give him because I think he respects him because he was so respectful and humble and, but, you know... But again... It was his people that was acting... It was uh, Spence people that was acting crazy, but he was cool. Yeah, he, from just athlete and internally hurt, man, because you let so many people down. Yeah. You had your kids there. Your girl there, your mama, your dad, your family, and hurt that you couldn't give them what they were expecting. Maybe he wanted to dance in the ring with his mom. I'm just saying, maybe I he get did. it. I absolutely get but it. But Crawford wanted to dance with mom for her birthday, so they yeah. told her don't bring her shoes, and she probably brought three or four pair. But right. that's their bit. That's their little business. I mean, but <laughs> that's their little business. But, but I mean, uh, I mean, it's it's tough. But I know. Internally, it's hurting. Externally, he's gonna tell you that he's an athlete. He's supposed to tell you. Athletes fine, always have athletes always have poker faces. Most of them, right? They'll tell you what you want to hear, so they can almost comfort you as the fan. How about that? That's wow. Yeah, but they're still. That's going another level of love for the game yeah. or love for the sport. Yep. But okay, so what's next? For Errol Spence, what's next for Terrence Crawford? Well, you know what was so fun to watch? Terrence Crawford talked smack to another boxer in the middle of his fight. Oh, yeah. that's I mean, Jamel Charlo. He's talking to Charlo, but Jamal, Jamal Charlo, Jamel Charlo and Errol Spence are stable mates. They train with, they got the same trainer. Okay, okay. So they're always around each other. Right. Training. He's got a fight coming up in September, September 30th. Mm-hmm, Jamel mm-hmm. Charlo's fighting Canelo Alvarez. Mm-hmm. So he's fighting Canelo in September. So he was training and Earl was training. Mm-hmm. So him and Crawford had beef, though, mm. because Jamel was talking a whole lot of smack, mm. whole lot of smack to Clarence Crawford saying, you know, you know what he said yeah. about mm-hmm. why you want to fight me. And yeah, I, you- what he said, I'm booked. Oh, yeah. I'm busy. I'm Something busy. like that, he said. Don't you got somebody to fight at 147? That kind of sounds scary to me. You have I don't to, know. You don't need giving, to come to I'm really scared. What yeah. you coming to 54 for the fight? 
you got business at 47, so he didn't want him because he knew. Okay, well, my business at 47 is over. Now what? I'm coming to see you. I mean, he was punch, 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 knock down, go to the edge of the ring. You, you see what I just did? I'm about to, you next. Go back in the fight, punch, punch, you know, whatever. Fall down. See, You see this? This you. But I've seen something today. And Jamel said he's going to go up to 68 and fight Canelo and come back down and fight Crawford at 54. Oh, he said he's going to do it. Oh, now he want to do it. I mean, Crawford won. That's big. See, that's big money. Yeah. That's a big. Most of these guys. Honestly, Earl Spence talked about the bag. Yeah. In the press conference. Because they asked him about legendary and being his legacy. And he was like, man, this, he's talking about money. He said, man, this bag. So I was like, "Uh uh-oh, his focus. Do you think that affected? Yes, that affects it. So you ain't in it for the right thing. And if, and if you, you might, he might be in it for the right thing. I mean, that's the right, but not the wrong thing. Overconfident in your skills, but not working on what you need to work on because you know who you fight. So he was that confident because- um, that's crazy Crawford asked him he said um i've been dominating everybody and this is what i do i'm gonna do what i do and everybody i went up against i dominated and punished and crawford and he said it to where crawford said so what i'm not what you trying to say he's like man i'm not spencer i'm not that see now to say i'm gonna do you that because i know you got that type of skill too you got the same mentality i have we both dogs which is the truth, because Errol right. didn't quit. Right. <laughs> so right. You know, I know he kept coming. He kept coming. He so was trying to come after. <laughs> he was trying, but yeah. sometimes you just can't win. That's okay. You think his? You think his? I think his trainer. He needs a different trainer. Yeah, Errol. I need to think he's a, First of all, I think that he didn't make any adjustments. What I what I want to say too is, Terrence Crawford trainer has two other trainers with him mm-hmm. that teaches Terrence Crawford different things from the head trainer. Right. Errol Spence trainer say, I don't need, I don't need it. It's just me. Oh, really? But you training three different fighters for three fights before the year's out by yourself. Mm. Meaning you can't just focus on Errol because you have to help them out as well. So, so yeah. overconfident. So, it looks yeah, like overconfidence pocket. runs in that camp. Yeah, he's, yeah, very cock. Yep. Well, well, we shall see. So we shall see. Hey. All right, let's um switch gears and talk a little bit about <laughs> Sean Payton and Aaron Rodgers. Oh. So Lord. I know we've been hearing their little drama, yeah. their little beef. Um, but a lot of people say Sean Co- uh, Sean Payton broke the coach code. Like you don't talk about another coach like that, you know. And Rogers was so offended, he jumped right in the conversation, saying, "Keep my coach name out your mouth." All that. Oh, he went Will Smith, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. That's All what right. he did. Right. That's what he yeah, did. He I don't know if he would have slapped him. Yeah, he ain't slapping, but he he but slapped yeah. him with the comment. Keep my yeah, all that. So. I mean, my question to you is why, I mean, why do you think, what do you think the thought process was behind Sean Payton just letting that stuff out like that? I mean, he apologized. He said, you know, it wasn't the right thing to do. He He admitted that and he apologized. He was in the moment. 
But a lot of people are saying, oh, he just was trying to buck up his team. You know, he's trying to let them know it wasn't y'all fault. You just didn't have a coach. I'm here now. We about to do what we supposed to do. So why do you think he did that? I honestly think that he was just talking. <laughs> like, like Shellan, I just be talking. Don't be yeah. paying attention to me. Yeah, that like, was my, moms do that. Yeah, I just she be just, talking. She just talking. Yeah, don't pay me no mind. I just be talking. I um, think he was just saying stuff and he flew out of his mouth. And he didn't realize it because I really don't think he got that kind of time to be making like media statements. Like that's not his thing. Like I don't care. I do what I do. He is confident and cocky. But I I remembered he did go to TV for a little while. Oh, he did. He was was an an analyst. analyst. He was. He was an analyst. Maybe he forgot he was still coaching because that's an analyst answer. Very true. So I kind of just thought about that. That's an analyst um, uh, thing to say. That's the analyst answer that you would say about a coach if you're analyzing football and listening to comments and things that coaches kind of say during training camp. So I thought about that. That's, right. But that's that's part of my theory. I think he was just talking. Like, he, there's no he forgot he was back coaching plan behind Maybe that. Maybe he forgot you ain't wearing a suit, dog. You're wearing a jumpsuit, not a suit. Right. But then we can flip it because we got other people saying – Oh, no, he's trying to set excuses up for if his team doesn't do well this season. Oh, it's because I had to overcome such horrible training. But he is cocky. But he's cocky. I he's don't think he very, would say something he's, shit he's, like that. He's been arrogant. He's arrogant and cocky. He's been like that. Right. And a cocky person wouldn't make excuses before he, the season even starts. He's even been like that in New Orleans. He's been cocky and confident. It's just been like that. And he over, and like you, we talked like about this. You said he overcome the Saints. Yeah, I mean, the Saints, we were nothing. Six, seven wins a season. And he came in and turned that around. Yeah, we didn't, didn't have, have a quarterback. We didn't have none of that until he got there. So I don't understand why he would say it's so hard when the Broncos are even set up a little bit better than the Saints were. Yeah. So you go and fix something, but you're not having to break the car down and put everything back up together like you no. did the Saints because you had to break us all the way down. That's true. To get us back running the way it's supposed to be running. So right, right. the Broncos was halfway there. Right. right they just right. needed to they just need a paint job and a tune up. <laughs> right. We needed to be motored. To, we needed a new rebuilt motor. We had to go back to yeah. the factory. We wouldn't even start. We right. couldn't even start the car. <laughs> At least Denver could start the damn car. <laughs> they just ain't look good right. Uh, right. So, facts. Facts. Know. I mean, but do you think why you think uh, Rogers got so offended. Like, come on now. He, Mr. Narcissist himself, all the bullshit yeah. you be on TV saying and talking and I want to retire. I don't retire. I don't want to play with new period people. I don't want to. I don't have to go to the, like, all kind of stuff. Yeah, he didn't. Like, I don't have to go yeah, to camp. I don't, like, I don't, what? I, I kind of, that narcissist, I, that dude thinks he's the smartest person in the world. Nobody And has don't tell answers. him he's not. You know why? Nobody has the answer be. sway. Right. Well, you don't have the answer, Sway. You don't have the answer. That's Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> which is cool, but no, nah, he, he thinks he's God gives to America, but that's okay. And the mistakes he's made, I don't think he has the room to say anything because he didn't want to go to practice with the young players. He didn't want to do anything with anybody. No. He just wanted his bag. I want to just relax, go on the island, play a little bit, and then I'm out. Now he's going to New York, which. Hackett was his coach in Green Bay that, you know, Aaron Rodgers won two MVPs with him 
calling the offensive plays because Hagler is the offensive coordinator. So is he with the Jets right now? He's with the Jets now. Yeah. So Aaron okay. Is there. Okay. So I get. I get. So we just had because to say you something. just because you're a narcissist, I guess it doesn't mean that you can't be loyal. No. So yeah. maybe he was just yeah. being super loyal. Yeah. I mean, if you have a if you have a yes man in your corner that's helping you develop and be great, but he's also a yes man, then you have to go to bat for that person because you know that person is going to accept anything you do. And oh, gonna... oh, so you thinking he's Rogers' yes man? Yeah, for sure. Really. It's hard to work. That's with not it. the makings of a good coach. Uh, and they won two MVPs, so something made. Okay, so okay, okay, so maybe it's not a yes man, but I'm a work with what I got. I'm including. I'm collaborating with you when it comes to the team. Mm-hmm. I think Rogers appreciates that. No, it's a yes man. It's a yes man. If okay. Rogers say let's do this, Hack is gonna do that. Was he a yes man in Denver? In Green Bay? No. Yeah. 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 Whatever Aaron Rodgers felt like worked for him, Hackett was with it. They mean they want MVP doing it, but I'm pretty sure if Rodgers said, this is what I want to run, kind of offense I want to do, he catered to him. But it also maybe catered to Aaron Rodgers' strengths as well, right? Right. So, yes, and didn't, you know, they just got to, some people just, some people are weird and have those type of relationships. It just worked. Because both of them are kind of thrown off. Right. <laughs> so it works. Thrown off can kind of. Throw it off and throw kinda, it off. You throw it off. I'm yeah, throw it off. Let's they, be throw it off together. They can buy. That's a vibe. <laughs> That's a vibe. Which is cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay. I got to. Let me switch gears. I got to give a disclaimer. Okay. I know we from Louisiana. Okay. But it doesn't mean that we always got to talk about LSU or Southern or the Pelicans or the Saints. You know, like, we're not all about them. We don't talk about sports in its entirety. We just, you know, think that LSU is the best and <laughs> that the Saints are the best. And that, no, I'm I'm just kidding. We're going to talk about them. I'm just putting that out there, that's okay? The we we That's the home team. We got to wrap up. Straight up. Yeah, so we got to talk about the Saints just a little bit. You've been watching training camp videos, yeah. um, listening to podcasts, talking about it. What you what you feeling? What you thinking about the Saints? Derek Carr, just what the doctor ordered. You think? Just what the doctor ordered. They're a, saying he's giving Breeze vibes. There was a few other quarterbacks that we could have went after. Right. But... We know Derek Carr would fit the mold. Yeah. Because he's very high IQ. He can make all the throws. Right. And he just a gamer. And he's a great leader like Breeze was. Yeah. He's a great leader. I love and I he's a leader. his family reminds me of him as well. Like And they love Louisiana. Yes. The he wife, said his sure. wife was like knew I was going to New Orleans before I did. Yeah. Like she, she felt the love and was she like, She told oh, this him is where it. he was going. Yeah. Oh, it's like, Hey, oh, bro, you're is. going to New Orleans. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, I'm going to New Orleans. That's that yeah. neck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You may be the head, but the neck controls yeah. the head. Okay. He said, he said okay. Yeah. Yeah. But he said, okay. That's, that's cool. And I bet you he's having a blast right now. Oh, yeah. And the wife was sure. like, I told you. But, but we're under the radar. And I'm cool with us being under the radar. We're always, un- they always underestimate us. Yeah, and I'm cool with that being an underdog. 
I'm cool with being. Do you an think this is the year? Do you think this is the year? I don't know if it's the year, but I know we're gonna make. We headed in that direction because this is his first year in New Orleans. So I don't know if we just gonna go all the way there, but we're gonna make some noise next year. I'm looking for us to do big damage and maybe get there next year. But sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta just. You need a year to. You gotta you gotta establish what you're trying to do. I can see that because it's a new coach. New quarterback, right? New situation, right? Okay, what are we doing? What's our, what's our, um, not goal? What's our, um, what do I want to say? What's mm-hmm. our, dang man? What I mean, I guess what's our goal? No, it's not goal. Our identity. Con- okay. What's our identity? Okay. With this quarterback, with this coach. Okay. What culture? What culture are we setting? Oh, oh. Breeze okay. and Peyton. That was their culture. They yeah. Um, and Dennis, I don't want to. And, and you're right. I don't want to stick Carr in that box. Like, oh, it's another yeah. Breeze. It's another Breeze. No, he's no, his his self. That's that's why they brought in John Gruden with some of the John Gruden plays that fit their car because he had a great season with John Gruden. So I thought that was a interesting move. It was. But, I mean, to come in and give Derek Carr some... I, I mean, I'm not uh, disagreeing with it. I mean, why not bring in a coach that's comfortable with your new quarterback, you know, who actually was successful with him, very yeah. successful with yep. him. So, it's a good move. It's a good move. But that's another part of setting our own culture. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. We're not Breeze and Peyton. Right, yeah. So, it's going to be Dennis Allen and Derek Carr. Let's see what we can do. That that's so interesting to see. So I'm kind of excited about it. So, well, you know, Kamara uh, earlier this week he met. He's a very important part of our offense, and he met with uh, Goodell because of the whole incident that happened Pro Bowl 2022. In Vegas, um, right? yeah, in Vegas, yeah. He took a plea deal, so his charges got dropped down to a misdemeanor charge of breach of peace. I never even heard of that. Anyway, he did some community service and he had to pay the medical bills of the guy he hit. I thought, I didn't think that, I I think I'm thinking of somebody else, another athlete that just slapped somebody. I don't think he was just slapped because his medical bills were $105,000. So he got a little roughed up, but he had to pay the medical bills, did um, some community service. But Goodell want to meet with him to see if there's going to be any consequences as far as the NFL goes, like any suspended games or anything like that. Do you well, think it's going to be serious? I don't. Well, that he gonna it's not going to be serious, but they're going to have to make a statement. He got to make a statement. They're going they gonna, they're gonna to have to give him something. Even though they drop all charges, they're still going to have to give him something to make an example. Yeah. Because they're not just going to let you ride because the courts and the judges and the situation just – Gave you a, a out. They're still going to have to give you some kind of discipline because you're representing the NFL. Right. A, a lot of them think the NFL is just a day-to-day nine-to-five. And right. I can do what I want. But right. that's a billion-dollar business. Right. Billion-dollar company. I'm paying and, you money. Yeah. And these millionaires think they can do what they want. But these owners are billionaires. They can step on you. <laughs> right. All you could do is sidestep. You right. can't step on nobody. Right. But to them, they're bigger than most people in the communities. They're bigger than so they feel like they have, they can do what they want. Right. So 
I mean, sometimes you gotta listen to what your mama, your grandmama used yeah. to say. Take the higher road, baby. Some sometimes I don't understand these players because you ain't got to do what everybody else they, is doing. They you above? Take may, you know. Maybe it's not that. Be the bigger person. It's just having people around you that don't need to be around you. Okay. Yeah, bad influences. And they can do. You can be an example of I'm a great person. But everybody might not follow your lead with that. They just yeah. gonna be who they be. That's true. And those people need to get away from you, but you're so loyal to them because they've been there so long that you don't tell them I can't be around you like that no more, and you just accept who they are. And I don't think that's healthy for professional players. No. It's not healthy because they put you in so many situations that you had nothing to do with. Right. So, I mean, just what the Earl Spence situation, just being around the people that's around him. Right. It's some. I mean, it's cool to have people that see the good in you and, and um, yeah. you know, feed you confidence. But you need to have people that are real with you, too, yeah. and like, remind you of what you need to be reminded of. Yeah. They're not yes men and women, you yeah. know. Well, we shall see. I don't know when they're going to announce whatever he has. Well, I think said. maybe two games. Maybe I think it'll games. be two, maybe, maybe two games, three. You know? It's not going to be that many because it's Aaron Kamara. Now, again, everybody. Because he not, never, he's not in trouble. He's polite. He's nice. Everybody's not Aaron Kamara. That's a superstar running back. That's true. So, them young players, you're not Kamara, dog. <laughs> don't go out there. So, yeah, don't don't be doing what he's doing and yeah, thinking you're going to you, get that same slap on the wrist. No, you're not. You you'll might be, be sitting you'll be out the league doing a podcast with me. <laughs> Real talk. So, doing uh, the podcast. What you trying to say? Not with me, but like me. Oh, all right. I'm about to say, I do a podcast with you. Because I don't want they out of work coming pod. You know, <laughs> I, I ain't got nothing to talk about. All right. Well, let me give you, uh, before we get to our last topic, I'm going to give you three top headlines. Three of the top headlines in the sports world going on right now. Um, reunited and it feels so good. Justin Verlander is back with the Astros. It happened right before the MLB trade deadline. The full trade was Verlander and cash considerations for outfielders Drew Gilbert and Ryan Clifford. These cash considerations was three thirty-five point five mil. Okay, that was a lot of cash consideration. Okay, now the now the Mets have traded away two of the most expensive players per year in league history. They say we got to get a body. Oh, Verlander is really good. That's a that boy. He's pretty good. So you think he's gonna add good stuff to the Astros? I don't know too much about the other two, but I know him. He's really really good. Okay. Okay. Cowboy owner Jerry Jones Uh-oh. said last weekend that he cannot give eight-time Pro Bowl right guard Zach Martin what he wants. He said, I'm saving my ducats to pay Parsons. For Parsons. <laughs> Jones said, and I quote, we need the money to pay the players that we got to pay in the future. He said, I ain't got it. Well. <laughs> Excuse me. He said, I could put something on it. I could put something on it, but... I ain't got it. Well, Zach Martin top three. Again, Zach Martin is top three at his position in the NFL. He's a little bit older, but if he's still top three in the elite, you have to pay him. But I understand where Jerry's coming from. I understand that, too. You won't pay them 25 and unders, and you won't get them locked in because you want a chance to win a Super Bowl in the next 10 years. Do you have to pay these young, great athletes? You have to pay them, especially if they're being productive already. 
You have to pay him. And Michael Parsons. <laughs> is, that boy, that boy can play. That boy good. He can play. He really Why can he play. Sound he sound like the the uh barbershop people from uh coming to America. Uh, yeah. That boy good. That boy good. <laughs> but he can he really can play. He's elite at his position. Okay. So he has to pay him. Yeah. But Martin, you have to pay you have to find a way. Well, because he's a great offensive well, player. You let him leave. Martin, Martin has to make leave. that decision. Do I want to just play for this team or I'm going for a bag? You let him leave. Daddy, that press guy going to be in a bad situation. You saw, I mean, this ain't on my, this is not what I'm talking about. It's not in my notes or anything. But did you see that interception he threw in practice? Uh-huh. I saw that in the conversation. Yeah. Where you dig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you dig. What did you dig say? Something Dang. about beep beep. I can't say. All yeah, words, I know it was, it was. It was beep beep. Yeah, it was a. Y'all know what y'all beep beep mean. That means he said some choice words. That's not in the dictionary. I was like, oh sh. It was crazy. That's how we starting it off, even in camp, bro. But maybe just getting that together, man. I mean, you can't be throwing that shit again. No, you already had fifteen. <laughs> we don't need you to throw fifteen again. So say, bro, stop that. Even though I made the play, come on, dog. Come on now. You got to be with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to be with that. With that. Just starting off bad. And last but not least, Zion Williamson. Uh-oh. I just got to breathe on him. He well, back in the media. <laughs> back in the media on some bull. Uh, now him, his mother, and his stepfather are being sued um, for failing to pay back a $1.8 million loan given to them by a California-based tech company. Mm-hmm. Anchor, PBC, A-N-K-R, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but uh, they claim they loaned the money to them in September 2021, believing that his stepfather possessed the authority to negotiate business arrangements for Zion. So his stepfather told the company that his family would be in would suffer dire financial hardship if he didn't give this loan to Williamson right away. So they did it. He paid back a portion, but not all, plus the interest, they still owe one point eight million. So I, I'm gonna all that all that money that boy got. So I think they loaned two million. So, this so is early, I got this so is many questions. Was this early in his career? I mean, this was back recent? in September 2021. Early in his career, before he had that. Um, before this was he back in 2021. Before he had the contract. Okay. And the money was supposed to be used for therapy when he got hurt. And like it was around that time. But. I'm. I'm. You just got here oh. and you got some serious money and you already need a loan, a $2 million loan. I got so many questions. Where your money at? What the hell are you doing? Number one. Because if you were. That's not like he was on a rookie contract. I understand that he was on a rookie contract. How much is a rookie contract? His probably was pretty big because he did. Because he, he was one. number one. Because he had and he also had endorsement. Exactly. So he had all that money. That's so number. What are you doing with your money? How are you managing your money? I don't want like before this. You had what? Nine. At least nine million. Honestly, he at least had. I'm be honest. At least had twenty million. Okay. At least. 
So what you borrowing two million from a California based tech company? Now I don't now again. How you even get hooked up with that him? Was his dad that and that's what my next question was. I bet you Zion didn't even really know. I think his stepdaddy did that. And if his daddy gave him a different number of what he really got from those people. No, I think his daddy didn't tell him anything until he see a lawsuit and he looking at his daddy like, huh? What what you Man, my boy got so much going on. He got so much going on. You always hurt. We talking about how you never out there. You, I mean, you done sat out on so many games. Yeah. Now you have baby mama drama and the wannabe baby mama. She mad at you. I mean, baby mama ain't really giving them drama, but the one that wanted to be. Because let's be honest, that's why you mad. That's why she mad. Yeah. She wanted. She wanted the baby first. You didn't get that. Because she wanted, wanted that baby. bag. That day. Exactly. So yeah. she didn't get that. So his naive ass, even the baby mama, it's not that he got drama with her, but you know, what? Anyway, I'm I'm gonna be quiet about that. I ain't gonna comment on that. And then now you owe people money, so you out there. What is you doing? I don't, I don't I don't know what he got going on, but brother gotta get it together. Right. Why are we talking about what you do off the court more than what you do on the court at this point? Can't stay healthy. Always hurt. I ain't feeling it. I, I ain't feeling it. I don't know what he got going on, but I'm not feeling it. I'm that, not that, feeling that, it. That, that smile, not as expectious as it was. It's not. Nice. It's not as cute. <laughs> I used to think, oh, a little youngster. But I don't understand. Why? Some, like, sometimes you have to get people that's close to you and set boundaries. Yeah. You have to. You have to because our conversations should have been had before he got this money. They can your mama, your daddy or people that you look up to maybe should have talked to you more. Yeah. Like this is really weird. This is a really weird comparison. But I remember when I was in college, I remember a friend of mine told another friend of mine who was about who who had just came out in a. In a fraternity, we won't discuss which one. And he told him, man, you have to have identity before you become a member of this fraternity. Uh Because if you don't have an identity first, that's all you become. And Uh you'll make you make your decisions based on I got to be this the guy in this fraternity. Uh See what I'm saying? Uh So, Zion and other young players, you have to have an identity Know your morals, know your standards, what you will put up with and what you won't put up, what you're looking after, what you're not looking, what your goals are before you get this bag. Because then it'll be about the life you have now with this bag. But you'll lose your identity and what you really in here for. But they're young and maybe they don't have an identity. I get that. I get that. When you're young. And when he, you're young, that's what happens. You don't. He said, um, excuse me, but he he was in Vegas on a podcast. Yeah. Oh, I saw. I know what you're talking about. And he said, yeah, man, it's hard. He was on Gilbert Arena's podcast. He said, yeah, man, it's hard. Keeping his weight down is hard when you got money and you can do what you want. He said, it's hard. I don't want to hear that. He said, it's hard. And. I don't want to hear that. I mean, that's that that's an excuse, but who do you have around you to negate that? 
you have people around you with the, yeah, let's do what you want to do. Let's, the yes, what we talked about earlier. All the yes people. Yeah, him and Ja. I don't want to hear that. Not the realistic friends that's going to tell you, or family, or whoever, that's going to tell you, no, dog. That ain't what's up. You don't, in the contracts that these players sign, before they get these 20, 25, whatever million dollar checks, it explains things. Probably about how you have to stay fit or how you have to train, how you can't do anything that looks weird online, like hold a gun up. It gives you moral cloth, all this stuff you have to do. When I decided to work for the company I'm working for now, they gave me an associate handbook. I signed it. I signed my offer letter. I got the check and I said I was going to do what I was supposed to do because I'm getting my check. So I don't want to hear I'm young and I have the money to not have to stay in shape or to do what I want and surround myself with the strippers and hold up the gun. I don't want to hear that. I ain't get 20 million. I'm going to tell you that. Well, they always say it's the thing they say. I'm just going to say this. The first time's a mistake. The second time's a choice. Right. Right. When you make a mistake the first time, which he did, the second time was by choice. The third time, for me, I'm at a third time. You don't care. You don't care. Oh, you saying F what they talking about. I'm going to do what care. I want to do. That's it. But I'm I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm acting like that. I'm acting like these players aren't a part of they're not products of their own experiences. Mm. They're products of their environment. Maybe they didn't have anybody to tell them, have your own identity. Remember who you are. Remember your goal. Remember your love for the game. Remember that you're signing a contract. Honor. Have integrity. Maybe no one taught them these things. And I I think me looking at Zion on the outside, his mom seemed really like a really good person as far as being his mom. But stepdaddy? I could tell his mom raised him right. Just the way he carries himself. He's never disrespectful or out of line to anybody. He always keeps a smile on his face. Right. I think he was always a happy kid. Right. I think when he got that money. Right. And people got around him. Right. Sometimes you dwarf into something that you're really not. And Some would say money brings out what you really are. And when you get a certain age. See, I'm going to go back to the job thing. Ja, when Ja got that money, his dad became his friend. His friend. When he was when Ja daddy was training him at their house before Ja was anybody, Ja was listening. Right. When Ja got that money, dad slid back in the background. When Zion got the money, I think his mom slid back and said, You're well, a grown a, man now. He a grown you, man now. You right. gotta start making your decisions. And it started off. No. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, I no. When three, and, look, both of it. I mean, which one's worse, guns or buns? Like I said, first time mistake, <laughs> right? Second time choice, the third time you don't care. I mean, Zion isn't making the same mistake over and over so again. So Zion job. Now is on two. It's choice, but it's just this unnecessary drama that's taking his focus away from the yeah. game and what he's supposed to be doing. But like yeah. I said, which one's worse, guns or buns? Yeah, 
Jai and his guns or Zion. Buns are here. I tell, but I mean, buns his, here, his, his buns ain't getting him in. Buns, buns ain't getting back. him in trouble. It's just a buns. bad look. Buns keep coming. If you like, <laughs> you like the buns, you keep going back. Especially and something can, about Zion's stepdaddy. I mean, he the one that got up there and said all kind of. Uh, say I stand by my son when when the ain't nobody you know. tell that man to do. I ain't got that kind of time. <laughs> ain't nobody tell him to do that. See, no, that was on him. No, he wanted to let Sean. Yeah, he he started uh, quoting scriptures and everything uh-huh. else. Got and got the boy dead. Come on, <laughs> <about> scriptures <laughs> and the boy old Pete. <laughs> man, he wasn't worried about no script uh, scriptures when he was, but. Like I said, that's another thing. Like I said, people around you. Yeah. I get it. I don't I don't understand it, but he needs to have a come to God moment. Him and Ja. Well, okay. Two, they're two high profile players to be having these many problems this early. Well, speaking of a coming to God moment or aka reality checks, let's jump on to this last topic, Damon Lillard. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I totally, I'm totally supportive of his request for the trade. Um, But it just seems like he's backing out of the whole Miami heat or nothing thought process. Mm. So last Friday, his agent confirmed that Lillard would honor and any potential trade. His agent is even denying that he even told teams that he would refuse to play for anyone but Miami. But we know you said it, bro. You know you would say that. Oh, he said that. I, I think no he doubt. said it. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe he felt Damon's um, passion and want for that because he was emotional and upset about what Portland was doing. And he took it upon himself to tell teams that. But I think he did. I oh, mean, there yeah. was too many sources sure. saying that he was. He it was it was out there. Now they're backpedaling a little bit. They're like, you know, I anybody. Mean, he's, he's a very good player. Right. So he can play anywhere he's that good do you think though but, this but the he, way he handling this trade him do you wait think what he's doing like i don't only want to be miami and now i'm backpedaling i never said that I, you think this is a good look if you think this is going to affect where he could go no they just sometimes you're stubborn in what you want to do he said miami that's what he wanted i know but that's what he wanted i mean I'm, but Portland, like, I'm going to do what I want to do. You know, I'm going to do what's good for my team. I'm, and Miami ain't got nothing that I want. I mean, according to them. They don't. And not really. But <laughs> but I'm not mad at him wanting to go to Miami. I'm not either. Miami's, I'm not mad at him wanting to go anywhere. Miami is different from Portland. He's been very loyal. So and, maybe he wants some sunshine. Yeah, some opportunity, some, you know, more opportunity endorsement, more money out, off the court. It's stuff like that that you want to go to a bigger market to be seen more. You know, so I understand, but you're too good not to be open minded. Yeah, yeah. You're too good not to be you waving by to people. He's a big time (laughs) player, man. Big time. Right, amazing logo, Lillard. Like, yeah, just when you got a nickname, you can go anywhere you want. (laughs) I'm glad you said that. When you get a nickname. Tell them I'm coming over there. Okay. <laughs> well, Portland them. was like, uh-uh. Nah. But Portland want a star back. Yeah. They want somebody to put 
asses in the seat. <laughs> I'm just being honest. That's true. That's what they want. So if we're giving you Lillard, you got to give us something back to get us back with our fan base and asses in the seat. We need our fan base still as high as it is now. I hear you. Trev, you give me pennies on the dollar. Okay, so if not Miami, then where? Where do you think would be a good foot for him? Boston. Fit for him? Boston is a good spot with Tatum. Oh. Um, and New Orleans. Oh. Which I know I'm saying that, but New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, so you know you do know it'll be a trade. We'd have to get rid of somebody. Oh, yeah. Who will we um, get rid of? I mean, Ingram. Who? I am one of them. But I think he will work with either one. It don't matter because of Damon Lillard's game. If I had to choose, I would keep B.I. And you, y'all can have Zion. Oh. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I got one foot on the bandwagon and one foot off. Yeah, and he created it himself. Yeah, I'm sorry. I used to be all about Zion. I'm just like, I don't know. But that would know. work in New Orleans. Just think about it. Every, Well, yeah. Boston would really work. Because Boston, hell, Boston bench their second team is one of the best teams off the bench their second team is one of the best they have the one of the best benches in the NF- nba i agree ours is pretty good too ours is good but boston, boston. and yeah it's boston yeah but Bo- now I ours agree. ours is top 10 right they're like top five i agree so i mean i'm just being realistic right right so that team would be a great fit for him with him and Tatum. I just could see that. I right. could see him and B.I. I also could see him and Diane, but I really could see him and B.I. as well. But, I mean, like I said, they just signed Jalen Brown to that big contract. Right. And if they wanted to, say, swap Lillard for Brown. Yeah, it's pretty equal. Match, yeah. Contracts are close. So, if they wanted to do that, Lillard said tomorrow he wanted to go there. And buy, I think that would be a good Mr. market. Brown. Got <laughs> really? to go. How do you think Mr. Brown would do in Portland? Say it again. How do you think he would Brown would do in Portland? Brown, um, he you said that he was looking for somewhere to be the man. Yeah, he want to be the man. I mean, he's he's. I don't. I don't get that vibe from him. I think he's a strong second, and he doesn't mind being a support. You don't get his vibe, but you don't get his the game. What you talking about? The vibe or his when you watch him play, he wants to be a one. When I watch him play, he wants to really? be a one. Really? Yes. I don't. I yes. don't see that. Sometimes, but ta- you know, yeah. Sometimes he takes shots. I don't think he should be taking, but he feels like. Oh, like, that's where you're getting that from. Yeah, no, that getting it. Did, yeah, that's what I'm getting. The, from. Okay, I see right what word. you're saying. Okay, <laughs> I see right what word. you're saying. Yeah, him doing things like that Sometimes makes it he seem like does it on the court to me. I that's what I see. Okay, and I don't think it. Okay, I don't think it. At the moment, it's his moment. So Portland would give him a little but he's shine. So, but he's so talented that Boston let him do what he want to do. Okay. Because he's talented, which he's talented. So Portland would give him a chance. So to those crazy man. shots or shots he shouldn't take is very, it's rare. Yeah. You know, I, it's the exception. Of, it's not the rule. Most of the time, your second option don't take shots he takes. But he feels like I'm him too. Okay. So okay, I can see that they paid him before they paid Tatum. Now they got to pay Tatum, but that's true. It is what it is. Um, but if Lillard said he if wants to go Boston, there, then Brown will be gone in a heartbeat. I just think that I could see that. But then I again, I don't want to give up. But B. then again, but I would be, give up. But Zion. then again, he'll be going to Boston, which is similar to Portland. 
what about what about another option not portland not the pelicans not oh, Miami. Uh, Philadelphia. Right. Good spot. Him and MB. That's a good spot too. So what? The, what, what would they get? Um, hard. You got to. You got to trade hard. <laughs> he got to go. Harden is ridiculous. But like, hard, hard what you gonna do? Be hard. in? You just gonna? They pass. He for everybody. Hard, Harden want a bag. He for everybody. Harden say he want to play like he played. Get his bag and go sit down. He don't care about championships. He don't care about winning nothing. And get him That's some. That's his mentality. Uh, That's what he he'll some, tell you that I'm good on channel. I don't need to win that. I want the MVP in the league. I'm good. I want some. I want some uh, big games. I also been an All Star a lot of years. I'm straight. I'm living my best life. I just want a big old bag and play my little game and go sit down. That's how he feels. That's kind of like having a, a part time worker. You like yeah. sometimes you'll appreciate a part time. Like they come in, do their little hours, and they go on about their that's business. How he, that's how he. You know works. what I'm saying? They ain't gonna do extra. That's they, but they don't necessarily be under. They yeah. just do and then go on about Not, their business. You yeah. need to fit them into different places. Yeah. I, so you can't be mad at them, yeah, but yeah, they part time. I always I always tell athletes. The great athletes are athletes off the court as well as on the court, right? Mm-hmm. Not when it's time to play. Not when it's time to for the games for the NBA season to start. Then you start working out. Right. You're working out way before it's time to play. You stay in shape. You stay ready. Right. That's the great people, the great players. Right. The people that wait till it's time to start and then they start. They don't. They're not really in love with what they do. Right. You're right. the, the great players always do it six months before. When you're working at a job and they tell you have a certain thing you need to do by Tuesday, right? Right. By next Tuesday. You're going to start that the Tuesday before and they tell you, you don't have to start now. I just want you to have it done by the, you're going to start it the, that, that week before because you really want to be great at when you present it and do it. Right. See, you don't want to start it Saturday and it's Tuesday that you have to turn it in. Right. Then you're pushing for time, right? And your and your your thinking box is not as big because right. you push for time. Right. And you have to have answers if that you're makes right. sense. You're right. Same you're thing right. as an athlete. Right. You have to stay ready. Right. You never know. Right. So LeBron stayed ready. Right. Right. Um, Zion has that problem too. <laughs> uh, LeBron, right. Kobe, Mike, right. them dudes stay, stay ready. ready. Right. That's why they're so good. I agree. So that just that makes sense to me. You know, that makes sense. That's the way. That's the way athletes and work and things like that work. But you know. Okay. Well, I think we have a. Uh, we've been on here for almost an hour. We've been saying everything we had to say. Yeah, we said a lot. <laughs> it's a it's a first episode in season four. We've been doing this for what three years. Um. And we're just so glad you came back to the crib. Yeah, cool. Right? Yeah. And we hope you're here every Wednesday, 830. We're going to do this every week. Um, please, please, please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to be posting three videos a week. Um, and, you know, you fam. We just want to see you here. And don't tell us you just round the corner because we really know you 30 minutes away. Okay? But just show up. Share. All right? Subscribe. And like. And like. You <laughs> ain't got to like me, but like this sound. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like you ain't video. got to like me, but like this him. 
what is that? This how you spell it? This, this him? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, all that good stuff. All right, here, Facebook. Fam. We in there. We in there. We want to see here, you fam. there. Okay, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, boy. Peace out.